0: Happy 4th of July special edition of the I Can't Complain podcast here for you guys today. My name is John. It's great to see everybody getting out and traveling for the 4th of July. You guys are spending time with your friends and family, shooting out fireworks, eating hamburgers, all that good shit. I just wanted to make the announcement though. The abortion bus that travels across state lines will leave at 4.30am sharp. Ladies, wear your dresses and bring a glass jar if you want to take home a souvenir. My friend that scheduled that vasectomy, he beat the rush. I told you about him a couple weeks ago, guys. He beat the fucking rush. Now there's a long line, and he's going to jump right to the front, because as soon as Kavanaugh got appointed to the Supreme Court, he signed up for a vasectomy, evidently. Um, man, that's got to be a long line. Everybody... Not everybody. Every man is now getting a procedure and every woman wants a procedure. It's just everybody needs to either be on a bus traveling to another state to get an abortion or the men need to be lined up outside the doctor's office to get a vasectomy. That's where we're at. Happy 4th of July, everybody. I did want to mention that Brett... We had Brett on the show last week. Brett was a lot of fun. She's always a lot of fun. It was a good episode. I encourage everybody to go back and listen to episode 50 if you haven't heard it. She had her shitty car stolen a few days after that episode was posted. Her, night, her 2003, excuse me, 2003, I think it was a Toyota Corolla. Her old white, it's a white 2003 Toyota Corolla with one hubcap and a taped-on light. There's duct tape on this car holding one of the lights on and only one hubcap remains. It's missing three hubcaps. It's missing more than it has. And someone stole it. So I wanted to make that announcement. If you know Brett personally in real life, be on the lookout for a shitty 2003 white Toyota. I joked with her that the car actually has less value, or excuse me, the catalytic converter has less value When it's still bolted to the car. Than if you would have unbolted it. Like the catalytic Converter is worth 200 bucks. But if you take the whole car to somebody. They're going to give you like 175 for it. It's a piece of shit car. And I've driven a piece of shit car. So I'm allowed to say it's a piece of shit car. But I did feel kind of bad. Because on the show last week. I was talking about how Brett. A woman in her early 30's. Hadn't accumulated anything in life. Except 182 Taco Bell points. On the Taco Bell app. And it was funny because, she, you know, at the time, she was gainfully employed. She's still gainfully employed. But at the time, she was gainfully employed with a car. And now she doesn't have a car, and the joke just doesn't hit the same. Because now it actually seems like she is sort of destitute. When I made the joke, she, was, she wasn't she was riding high. Brett, I think you might listen to this at some point. I'm not going to say you were riding high, but I felt more comfortable in making uh, disparaging jokes about you when you still had a car. I'll Albeit the car was very shitty. But nevertheless, if you see a 2003 white Toyota Corolla Camry bullshit with one hubcap, just call the voicemail line eight one eight three three six eleven forty six and just let me know that it's out there. Because I don't know why you would steal that car other than to maybe just have intercourse in the backseat, to have sex in the backseat. That's the only reason... I don't even know if you'd steal it, just have sex in the backseat. You'd probably just open it up and have sex in the backseat and then move on, but I don't know. What do I know? I've never stolen a 2003 Toyota Camry. I don't know why they took it, but it's gone. And Brett's walking everywhere. (laughs) Brett's walking everywhere she needs to go now. That's sad. Um... We need to talk about R. Kelly, guys, but guess what? We're not going to talk about R. Kelly, because I've already talked about R. Kelly once. R. Kelly got what he deserved, and uh, even more than that, though, R. Kelly got what... uh, The writing was on the wall. The writing was on the wall. I told you the writing was on the wall last time because of what he was charged with. It was a Rico charge. He was charged with racketeering at the federal level. He was fucked six ways to Sunday. I I saw the charges. I said, R. Kelly's fucked. He better get used to prison. R. Kelly's probably a good prisoner because he sings softly at night to soothe the men and he believes he can fly so he can jump really high on the basketball. He seems like somebody you'd want on your basketball team if you on the prison yard. That's just my opinion. Uh, and I'm sure that I'm sure all the prisoners love to hear him sing smooth R and B late at night. <laughs> R. Kelly's in jail for 30 years Ghislaine Maxwell's in jail for 20 years and Cosby's out. And God bless him. Paying $500,000 to an accuser and he doesn't even give a shit. He was laughing at that. I said, God damn, Cosby's ruthless. Cosby is motherfucking ruthless. But the writing was on the wall with R. Kelly, not just with the charges, but his entire career. It's been a 20 year thing. He's we know what he's done. He's pissed on people. He's writing songs like Trapped... He's writing Trapped in the Claws motherfucking lyrics and songs and shit. R. Kelly has been a bad apple for a long time and they finally sent him away for 30 years. I feel like... Donald Trump wasn't actually grabbing the wheel... ...of that Secret Service vehicle to steer towards the Capitol. I mean, it might have been a coincidence he was steering towards the Capitol... ...but when his small hands reached over and attempted to grab that steering wheel... ...I believe he was honestly steering towards a McDonald's so he could get some food. And he won't convince me otherwise. He doesn't want to ride if he can just swing through for a couple of quarter-pounders with cheese... ...and go home and watch Fox News and pound his quarter-pounders with cheese. I did think, though, that it was ironic... Why I didn't originally trust this man. I didn't originally trust Donald Trump for the sole sole reason. For a myriad. There's many, many, many reasons why I didn't trust Donald Trump. But he's eating well-done steak with ketchup. And now it comes full circle and he's throwing his plate against the wall. In the Oval Office or wherever. Wherever the fuck he was. In the White House. I think he was in the White House. He's throwing his plate against the wall and ketchup's dripping down the wall. And they're having to clean up the ketchup off the wall. He's eating... Well done steak with ketchup. Or a hamburger with ketchup. He ain't like a child. And I didn't appreciate about that about the Don. I need a president with a refined palate. Or at least somebody that's willing to pretend. We can't be sending our president to foreign countries and not have him adventurous enough to eat the food. We need a president down to just stuff anything in his gullet. Which I thought I was getting with Donald Trump. Evidently, he's a really picky eater, though. That's why I fucked with Hillary Clinton. Don't get me wrong, I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. But that's why I fucked with Hillary Clinton, because Hillary Clinton supposedly kept a bottle of hot sauce in her purse at all times. I could get down with that shit. That sounds like a good idea. Donald Trump keeping a bottle of ketchup on him just in case he runs across a well-done steak isn't something I condone. It's not something I can get down with. But I do think Donald Trump is probably trying to just steer that limo into a McDonald's and that should be his defense. His defense should be, hey, I wanted a couple of quarter-pounders, so sue me. He's just so exhausting. That's the problem I had with Donald Trump and I have with Donald Trump. He's just so exhausting, man. As a world leader, as a leader, as a president, we needed him to fake happiness occasionally. God damn. Man, was always in a bad mood with a bad attitude. It's just exhausting. The last bastion, guys, of American haggling is at the American yard sale. And that's what I saw this morning. I saw an American yard sale. With Americans that didn't really have any discretionary income to spend. But guess what? They snuck a few 20s out of the ATM that should have went towards rent. And they went bargain hunting this morning. And I say bargain hunting. It's not only good enough for these degenerate uh, yard sale shoppers. It's not only good enough to find a bargain. But they've got to probably haggle it down too. It's the last place in America... Where a man and a woman can step on somebody else's property and argue over a price and God bless it. Now you're not going to see me at one. You're not going to see me at a yard sale because one, I'm not getting up that fucking early. Two, I don't want to buy anything. Three, I don't want to interact with these freaks. But these yard sale people, these people that go out hunting for yard sales on the weekend, every weekend. These people are keeping something alive in America and that's the spirit of American haggling. Where you try and get one over on somebody else, and I appreciate that. Nowadays, we don't try and get one over on someone in society as much as we used to, I feel like. And we need to bring that back. I need to be able to walk into like a supermarket or a grocery store and say, Let me speak to the fucking manager. Get the manager over here. I don't know if I'd say it like that. That's probably not, probably wouldn't be getting off on a good foot. But I say, Let me speak with the manager. Let me speak with the head honcho. And they go get him and bring him back. And I say, this soap here, $2.90, how about two eighty-five? dollars And I need a manager to be willing to engage me in a little haggling because that's what I need. I need to be able to, like I said, get one over on my fellow man a little bit more than I've been doing lately. And I feel like we need to bring back good old American haggling. But it only occurs at yard sales anymore, and I'm not going to a yard sale. Fuck a yard sale. All right, short episode today, guys, but we're going to get out of here because it's a hol- it's a special edition of the I can't complain podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna close up shop here with a little patriotic tune. I can't even fucking. I, I've been vaping. Before we get to that, I've been vaping for several years now because I quit cigarettes, and now the government wants to take Juul off the market. And not only that, but Biden's like, I'm gonna cut down nicotine levels in cigarettes to a point to where they're no longer addictive anymore practically. It's the reverse, by the way. that cigarette companies for years were increasing the nicotine levels in their cigarettes, not telling anybody. So guess what, you smoked a certain cigarette 10 years ago, not only are you still addicted to the nicotine, but the cigarette companies have tricked you into becoming even more addicted to the nicotine over the years. I—it's hard for me to side with big tobacco, but when you're going to reduce the nicotine levels like steadily until they're like practically you know you're sucking down an entire carton just to get a little head rush going that's not what i mean come on let me have a fucking cigarette let me vape a little i don't have much left in my life let me vape a little god damn it let's play the song play the fucking song there it is the terrorist won last year but they're not gonna win this year god damn it that's all I've got to say. This song all me back to a better time in my life. A time when a man named George W. Bush was standing on an aircraft carrier declaring victory. You remember those days. The good old days. 2003. It got a little weird after 9-11. I'm not going to say it didn't get weird after 9-11 when we were told to say something, say something. See something, say something. Fuck you. It got a little weird when a certain famous man on television with certain ties to a New Jersey crime family a man by the name of Tony Soprano a notorious mobster even he helped the federal government when he thought he was in hanging out with terrorists that's what i'm trying to say if you're hanging around with terrorists this fourth of july it's time to come clean and say something say see something say something fucking see something and say don't don't fucking say anything actually last year guys they asked me if i wanted the Moderna or the pfizer vaccine i said unless you have one that's red white and blue i'm not interested Happy 4th of July.